Every play, every stat, every breakdown, on their own they're essential, but altogether they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advantage tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing pieces to get the most out of every second of film. Learn more at huddle.com slash a quick timeout. Want to welcome to the show, assistant coach for the Iona Gales, Coach Patrick Wallace. Coach, appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. Tony, thanks so much for having me on. I'm super excited to be here. I don't usually have guys talk a lot about their coaching journey, but it does lead into what I want to ask you next. So can you give kind of a brief rundown of where you've been and a little bit about what you did at each of those stops? Absolutely. So I, I guess start with my playing career. I was a walk-on at NC State for two seasons under Mark Godfrey, and then I transferred and played my last two years at Charleston Southern under Barclay Radebaugh. Um, and then after that, had a great, you know, had a fun college career, got kind of the best of both worlds, get a chance to be in the ACC, you know, as a, as a kid growing up in North Carolina, getting a chance to go to all those arenas and, and you know, play at Duke, play at North Carolina, you know, play Wake Forest. I was a huge Skip Prosser fan growing up. And, yeah, just getting a chance to be in those, you know, settings was so much fun for me and got to see a lot of different, you know, styles and, and travel around the country and um, and then got a chance to have more playing time at Charleston Southern and have a good experience in that league as well. And Big South's a great basketball league and, you know, played against some really good coaches, uh, you know, Pat Kelsey, Richie McKay, Coach McDevitt, um, amongst more. So, you know, that was a ton of fun for me, having that opportunity to get, get a chance to be a player and, and play a lot. Um, and then I got a chance to, you know, work at Northwestern as a graduate assistant right out of my playing career. Um, I got my master's at Northwestern and and uh, worked for Chris Collins. Um, we had a, we had a terrific staff and I was there. Uh, some of the assistants that were there were Armand Gates. He's now at Oklahoma. Uh, Billy Donlin, who's the associate head coach at Clemson. He was a head coach at Wright State and UMKC. Emmanuel Dildy, who's now at Duke. And then Brian James was, was also terrific. He was an NBA assistant for 16, 17 years with Doug Collins. So, yeah, learned a ton from that staff. Um, and then after after I finished being a graduate assistant, getting my master's, I, I got a chance to get hired at Loyola, Chicago, for Porter Moser, um, who's now the head coach at Oklahoma. Great learning experience for me. Uh, getting a chance to, you know, I was really, I moved 10 minutes down the road and had an opportunity to work for a team that was a year and a half off the final four. And, it, you know, it was a really cool opportunity for me to see that and worked for him for two years. Um, we went to went to the Sweet 16 my second year and then Coach Moser got um, Oklahoma and I got promoted to assistant coach under the new head coach, Drew Valentine, who I worked with when he was an assistant. So I had a chance to work with him for two years as an assistant uh, we went to the NCAA tournament the first year, and then we transitioned to the Atlantic 10 uh, this second year. It, Loyola Chicago is a great spot. Coach Valentine does a great job. Had an unbelievable opportunity to work there, work under some really good, you know, work with some really good assistants there as well. Uh, Jermaine Kimbrough, who's now at Arizona State, uh, Matt Gordon, who's now at Valpo, and worked at Oklahoma. And yeah, and, and you know, there's even Clay Custer, he's an assistant at Oklahoma now. So they, you know, there's a ton of ton of learning for me, uh, getting a chance to. Even with our other staff like Sean Dwyer, he, he has experience at Cincinnati, and, and Amaro Morgan, who's now at Cal, he's you know he's a future head coach. So, you know, had a, had a really good opportunity to work there. And Coach Anderson got the Iona job. He, he called me and 
he wanted me to come be an assistant for him at Iona. And, you know, obviously having good experience at in the Missouri Valley and Atlantic 10 as an assistant, I felt like the chance to work for, you know, a guy like Tobin, I, I was really excited about. And, you know, I had a previous relationship um, with him for a while. And we actually played FDU the first game of the year last year. So, yeah, it was a, it was a dicey game. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really close with Jack Castleberry, the head coach at Fairleigh Dickinson, and that's kind of how I met uh, Coach Anderson. So it was it was a great opportunity I couldn't pass up on, and obviously loved my time at Loyola and loved the people there. The administration's awesome, but um, I just felt you know kind of ready to to go go to Iona. I just felt like it was a great opportunity I couldn't pass on, and in coaching, got to take risks sometimes. But I don't I don't even really feel like it's a risk. I feel like it's a it's a great opportunity. You know, our staff at Iona is awesome. Tom Bonicum's great. Um, he was at FDU and Stack with Tobin. Cam Morrell, um, he played for Tobin at um, at Stack and coached at was a GA at Memphis and then worked for him at FDU as well. And, you know, the rest of our staff's awesome as well. So I'm really grateful to work with those guys every day, and I'm really excited about it. Especially after Coach Anderson's season last year at FDU and the national attention that they got last spring. I think people are interested to hear kind of how the sausage is made a little bit. And I know you weren't with him last year, but like you said, you played against him and then obviously have had connections to him and I'm sure did the research before you got to the program. But you've had a chance now to go through a summer with him as a staff, that kind of thing. Most of the times, you know, new staffs are hired and they come into a program and like the program is terrible because the guy before him got fired. You guys kind of have a unique chance there at Iona to really kind of continue on. Yes. Um, but I know that there's there's kind of more to it than that that we'll get into a little bit later. But what has that transition been like and what all have you guys done to establish the culture in these first few months? Yeah, I think with with Coach Anderson, like if you really look at, you know, his success as a head coach, I think he's going in his 23rd year as a head coach. Like he's won everywhere he's been. So last year wasn't really like a surprise. Like, it, you know, obviously they had a great upset win over Purdue, but he's always won. He's always been, you know, a winning head coach. And that's what he does. People that know him, people that really look at his bio, like he's a winner. You know, at Stack, he won a ton of games at – Hamilton Clark. So he he does a great job. Yeah, he's all about getting the right guys in recruiting, right? He wants to make sure that, you know, guys love basketball first off, have high character, want to work. And that's something that we we really value at Iona, right? Like, do you love basketball? And that's a that's a huge piece in our recruiting, something that we're we have on our team now. You know, we we took over like the the roster had one player on it from Coach Patino's era and we we signed 12 new guys testament to our staff and, and coach Anderson, right? Like we, we really dug in and we made sure we didn't compromise on the fit with any of the guys. Um, and we're, you know, really excited about this season. I think we have a really good team um, and we have really good people in our program. And that's something that I know coach Anderson does not waver on and we're really excited about it. What's the process like to get 12 brand new guys to gel on the court? We've done a lot this summer with like you know, off the court meals and off the court activities and making sure, you know, some of the guys actually knew each other before, like Joel Brown, uh, point guard transfer from Cal and Weza Panzo, who played at Stetson. They actually grew up together. Joel and Edan both played in the Nepsack uh, prep school, so they played against each other. There's just all these different like little connections, but it's also, you know, making sure they're, they're spending time off the court. But that, that goes into the recruiting. That's why we do our due diligence in the recruiting process, knowing who we're getting. Um, so then it's easier when they get on campus. You know, we got 
you know, doing team meals on Sunday nights or whatever we do, um, whatever it may be, like making sure like these guys really know and are invested in each other, know our staff, invested in our staff. And Coach Anderson does such a great job in making everything gel. So and obviously our staff is great, too. And they and the other thing, too, is that they just did it at FDU. They just took over FDU. I think FDU had won four games previously and, and then they go to the tournament and win 21 games. So 22, 21 games. Um, so. Coach Bonicum, Tom Bonicum, and, and Cam Morrell and, and Ray Savage, they've done this before. They they know what it's like. So, you know, they do a tremendous job as well. And, and uh, yeah, we're, we just tack it head on. That's, that's what we do. A quick timeout podcast is presented by Dr. Dish Basketball. Dr. Dish machines are the most advanced shooting machines on the market. If you haven't already, join top programs like the Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Duke Blue Devils, and countless others and an upgrade to Dr. Dish Basketball. And now, save an extra $300 on select models when you mention Quick Time Out Podcast. To find out more, visit drdishbasketball.com. A big thanks to 323 Sports for supporting the show. The guys with 323 Sports are a team dealer providing uniforms, gear, equipment, and more to schools and colleges across the country. I've used them on multiple occasions, and their customer service and low prices are second to none. To find out more, visit 323sports.com where you can reach out directly to a rep at sales at 323sports.com. They'll be sure to do it right for your sports program. You're kind of an offensive guy. Who has shaped your offensive philosophy, and how have you picked up a little bit along the way in all those stops you mentioned at the beginning? I just try to view myself, just just do whatever I got to do, whatever staff I'm on. I think the most important thing is just how you fit on whatever you got to do and be the best teammate as a coach too, right? That's important. Obviously, starting with Chris Collins, I had an opportunity to work under him, and he's a great offensive mind. You know, he runs a lot of really good stuff. Um, and then Porter Moser, a lot of five-out stuff. You know, we had Cameron Crutwig, so that was a that was a lot of fun to coach and do. Um, he does, you know, Coach Moser does a great job. Um, and then Drew, Drew's good offensively as well. He, he runs a lot of really good stuff. He adjusts well. Um, and, I, and I'm looking forward to learning from, you know, Tom Bonicum and, and, and Coach Anderson, how they do the motion stuff, and they do a lot of great stuff. So I'm excited about that. How does your philosophy and the things that you've learned, how has it fit in so far with kind of the motion-based stuff that Coach Anderson does? Yeah, it's a lot of like five-out, you know, working with skilled guys, trying to get their, you know, their skills up, like making sure guys are making d- different types of shots, just figuring – I think it starts with like what types of shots are the, the most common shots in the offense, right? That – and then working on that with our guys and making sure they understand the reads and, you know, whether it's coming off a ball screen, making under threes or it's shaking up and making those or, you know, playing off Zoom, stuff like that, I think is, is super important. And, you know, we try to watch a lot of film as a staff and, and try to identify that and make it as game-like as possible during practice. So they, they're they taking game speed shots and then also do that in individual workouts as well. Do you guys watch a lot of film of his previous teams or NBA stuff or – how do you go about kind of inf- yeah, we, reinforcing that kind of stuff for them? Yeah, we do We do a, a little bit of a mix. So, I mean, obviously stack and FDU stuff because we haven't had a chance to, you know, obviously play a game yet. But, um, yeah, stack FDU and then we'll do practice film as well, you know, individually and team-wise too. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And our guy, like, again, like we, we, we try to recruit guys that really love it and want to get better and are hungry and have edge. Um, and we're super excited about – you know, our guys wanting to be in the gym every day, being, you know, be, be in the film room learning and asking great questions and stuff like that. Probably the most frequent question that I get from coaches 
regarding offenses and installing offenses is how do you build something like that up where you're playing a little bit more conceptually? How have you all done that here in these uh, summer months? I know your time's kind of limited with them, but I I would assume that that kind of makes you even more focused in the time that you do have them. Yeah, I think you just you just break down different actions, different concepts you play play within, and then you know play, and then use the film to correct and teach. And again, I think it's it's really you know healthy for guys to see their mistakes and and be held accountable, and then work on those things individually. I think you know we have a good mix of doing individual workouts, but also team workouts, and I think that really helps guys uh, kind of seeing it the whole part whole, you know, in different areas and and just figuring it out, right? Like it's not. You know, it's not always cookie cutter. I think that sometimes, you know, as coaches, you want it to be cookie cutter. But at the end of the day, it's you players got to make plays. So putting guys in positions to do that. What has helped you as a coach communicating to them with you having already played at the college level? Yeah, if you look at our staff, all of us played. And I think that helps our guys, you know, relationship wise. Like Coach Anderson played. He was a thousand point scorer in college at Wesleyan. Uh, Tom Bonicum played. He was a D3 All-American. Cam Morrell played for Tobin, won a ton of games, really good player, good shooter. I played. Kyle Washington, our director of player development, played at NC State in Cincinnati. We have a really good staff. So, And Ray Savage also played. He played at College of Staten Island, and he was a good player. So, like, guys really respect our staff and know, you know, we've we've gone through what they're going through, right? And that's super important um, and exciting for our guys to know that they're being coached by guys that played. And I think that's an advantage that our staff has. We feel like we, we have really good relationships with our players, and it's it's important that you have that. So with so many guys' experience, I'm sure most, if not all of them, want to be out on the court. How do you guys split up individual workout stuff? Yeah, it just depends on the time of year. You know, in the summer, you, you, you kind of split it up. You know, we'll do a couple groups at a time, then we'll do team workouts. just kind of depends. And then as we get into fall, I'm sure it'll be more – team oriented and guys can get shots up on their own with coaches on staff and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's, it just depends on the time of year. You know, we all kind of watch film with a couple different guys and then watch film with coach Anderson, stuff like that. So we, we got to pretty organized in terms of, you know, what we want to get accomplished and, you know, the goals to get guys better and win games. Right. So that's whatever we got to do to get there. That's, that's what we're going to do. So you mentioned the whole part hole. That was some of the parts and how you go about doing that with the guys in the film and the individual workouts. You get back to the whole, what kinds of things, um, some of your guys' maybe favorite games, drills, do you do to reinforce and to play through some of those some of those things? Yeah, I think, it, you know, we play a lot of five-on-five. Five. I mean, that's – and we use that film to teach and, and show guys different things, whether it's offensively, defensively, emphasizing certain things. If you try to overemphasize – too much stuff, then you're not going to get anything accomplished. I think Coach Anderson's really good at that, emphasizing, you know, transition defense or transition offense and, you know, really hitting that hard, especially in the summer for a couple weeks and then moving on to something else in the fall, right, and kind of just building that as you go to the start of the season. I think that's important, and you know, because if a a guy can't tell you after practice what what we're emphasizing, then we're not doing our job, right? So – I think Coach Anderson does a tremendous job of communicating the message of what we need to get accomplished each and every day, and and that's that's why I think he's been really successful. So really excited to be a part of that. What kinds of things to this point early on are you emphasizing goal-wise? Like for your guys, if I were to ask those guys, what are the things that are most important for our program? What are going to be those kind of core values? The biggest few things are like being in the best shape possible. Um, that's something that we really emphasize, obviously, with our style of play. 
not turning the ball over. I think that's a, that's another big one. And then, you know, just having the overall mentality of being a competitor, right? And that's something that kind of goes back to the recruiting process of, you know, ident- us, our staff, identifying who fits what we do. And I think it's something that's really exciting when you get guys that really want to compete, be in the gym every day, be a part of something special and bigger than themselves. Um, and that goes for everybody. So, I know shooting shot selection is a big deal. Coach Anderson, what do you guys do as far as like shooting, shooting drills, some of your favorite shooting drills that you've done? And uh, how do you kind of reinforce those things to the players? We want guys getting in the gym. We, we want guys working on, you know, movement shots, stationary shots. There's a bunch of different drills that Coach Anderson has that we use. I think it really helps guys compete um, with each other because they can kind of compare scores, stuff like that. And one shooting competition that I've really enjoyed um, is a hundred point game. So it's three minutes on the clock. You got threes are worth three. A pull up is worth two. Uh, your goal is 103 minutes, and you you shoot three catch and shoot threes, and then you shoot one pull up, and you go for three minutes, and the, the goal is 100 points. So I think the record's 118 for our team right now. But that's just something that we we try to compete with with our guys, and and, and or I guess our guys try to compete with each other and and make sure that. They're in the gym as much as possible. They're in best shape. And, you know, then when it comes down, you know, to the games, it's easier for them. I know Coach Anderson's a big press guy. You got pressing in your background. How how has that been so far? It's been great. I really, you know, something that is new for me as a coach, um, learning that. And, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm a fly on the wall with, you know, all this stuff and just trying to learn their system, trying to learn, you know, coming in. Like, I haven't been with them, so – you know, trying to learn as much as possible and just be a fly on the wall. They do a great job, and I'm really excited to be a part of Iona and a part of their staff. So, looking forward to watching what you guys can do there at Iona. I think I think everybody likes to identify a coach, and kind of Coach Anderson and his staff have been one that coaches have kind of been interested in, especially in the last month. But he's been doing this for a while now, so I know that absolutely he's, uh, he's absolutely. already got a got a proven record, and I know you guys will do a great job there. I appreciate that. Uh, Coach Patrick Wallace, assistant coach for the Iona Gales. Coach, really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks so much, Tony. Appreciate you having me on.